and welcome to episode 17 of the F1 Grid View. This is Harsh Sangvi and your co-host Mika Shah. Hi, Mika. Hi. How is it? Is? Um, I mean, the beginning. Wait, was... wait, box, 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 box. No, no, it doesn't work. Like, get in the pits. No, like, they really, they really, really, really made science pit in the middle of him fighting, and like he beautifully just said, "Screw it, I'm not pitting right now." But like, I don't think they were watching the race. We'll get we'll get to that uh, Ferrari stuff later. How was how was the race for you? Otherwise, okay. So the beginning was pretty boring, I would say. Yeah. And I think around the time I said that this is too boring, I don't think it's gonna get any entertaining. Within the next few laps, uh, signs had uh, sorry, Carlos had Charles had that crash and Correct. he DNF'd. And like I remember seeing the update and then waiting to figure out who has crashed because I yeah. definitely didn't want Verstappen to be that person Correct. who ended up crashing. Correct. So yeah, it was. Honestly, after that, when things changed, it became much better and it was more entertaining. I would say. Okay, fair. I really well, liked how it went. Uh, the unexpected podiums, getting a double Ferrari podium, was nice. Uh, yeah, but like every time there's uh, Red Bull and Mercedes on podium, uh, the old memes start surfacing about yep. all these uh, change in regulations only to. Finally, have <laughs> Mercedes back on the podium. So yeah, but it takes it takes a beautiful strategy by Ferrari to let that happen. Uh, okay, let's just get into that Ferrari bashing. Yeah. So, firstly, okay, no, was, no, wait, I, no, wait. I, I, let's let me just get some. Let me just let me just at least look like the Ferrari strategy, right? So, uh, as you see, we Ferrari strategists. Did have a great weekend. You would have to agree with us. Uh, we had a long pit stop behind the virtual safety car where with Carlos, we almost got into crash into Albon and that would have made our race. But Albon and him survived. Like didn't crash into each other. Uh, it got even better because we tried ruining Carlos's race again by telling him he had a five second stop and go penalty. But he's a little smarter and he caught on to us and said he only had a five second penalty. So, like we tried there, you can't fault us for trying to ruin his race there. And uh, yeah, right when he saw him uh, battling Perez and getting closer to overtake him, and when he was right there, like driving side by side and giving his full concentration, we decided to call him into pit. So yeah, fun times at Ferrari. We try to do this all the time. Yeah. So I wanted to know if your plans basically are B for barriers, C for calling at the wrong time, yeah. B for DNF. E for explode. Yeah, we always we tend to do this. So what we do is we basically uh, have twenty six plans ready from A to Z. Uh, we make uh, Charles and uh, uh, Science sit, uh, and they learn all twenty six of them. And during the race, what we do is so plan A is always to win. We don't keep that in that mix. So we put the rest of the plans, put them in a bin, and we randomly pick out pick one off, and yeah, whatever that is, and that's how the race is gonna go. So yeah, yeah. so. I have seen a lot of people have DM'd you the next week strategies. So yeah. would you be looking at that? Uh, no, we tend to just block them all because the strategies they send us actually might help us win and take the podium. So no, those don't work for us. So you just basically want Enzo Ferrari somewhere to you know, okay. Done like times like we did one fifty. Okay, so we can edit some parts. Out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, so we don't use this for the podcast then. We can use it. 
Okay. Yeah, everything is going to be a mess. No, so see now clap again and cut this section out. Got it. This section we use for the reel and the one that is already in the podcast. Let it be. Where to go? Are you shutting your door? Ah, okay. No, I was paused, so I'll start it after you shut it. Uh, so yeah, it was great having a Ferrari strategist talk about how they how they work and everything. So yeah, yeah. it was pretty good. That's pretty insightful, and yeah. let's hope to you know catch on with them once yeah. again. Uh, so, so yeah, controversial uh, controversial stuff after the race. Uh, apparently, they missed out on some signals during the virtual safety car where they caught, where we thought Perez was caught napping by George, but apparently. they sent out two signals and perez was not sure which one was which and he didn't he didn't actually start on time and george russell did like just zoom ahead of him uh, just as the virtual safety car ended so yeah there is there is something that is going on with the fia and the virtual safety car where the red bulls not very happy with how that worked out because they definitely lost them a podium place yeah uh, but so, yeah. I, it was like uh, aside of all of this the a fact that both the mercedes were back on the podium was pretty good to watch for yep, most definitely. of them uh but i mean let's see how the fia reacts to it but Correct. yeah so yeah uh yeah that's going to be i don't think that there's any change happening but yeah they might just make the rules better so that it doesn't happen again yeah uh one of my favorite parts of the race was just alonso on his team radio you know what chad he is when he's just asking his team saying that he's going to drive slower so the mclaren can follow him but obviously they're not going to get ahead and by doing so norris can ruin his tires i mean like he's 42 and 41 in the strategies that he's coming out mid race are fantastic maybe he could just plan signs and charles strategies also for ferrari mid race while he's working for yeah, but himself then, like he spoke to uh, the strategists they don't want them to win correct so, fair enough that fair won't enough. work out for them Yeah, but like, I think the best thing of the whole weekend was in all the practices and everything. Lando just going past all these drivers just to wave, like wave them. <laughs> he loves doing that. So every practice session, every qualifying, he'll end up waving. We saw Max giving him the finger. That was yeah. nice. Uh, we saw we we saw how close they are. Anyways, like the post after the race, also where they yeah. say they shared. They have now have twenty seven. They have twenty seven victories among themselves, so yeah, cute stuff there. And then uh, Max replying to it that he needs to bottle some up before he starts <laughs> winning. Races. Yeah, but so hopefully won't be too long. Correct. Uh, so starting in the race, I uh, really did agree with what penalty uh, Ocon got after the incident with Yuki. Um, I think a five-second penalty was just a little too lenient, where you ru- completely yeah. ruined Yuki's race from P8. I mean, if you go to see the five-second time penalty that we got in one of the last few races, where yeah. FIA was just giving it to everyone, compared to that, this looks pretty lenient because that's something that you know, uh, 
and you, we saw the damage on UK's car. Yeah, I, I don't know what, but I think the FIA is going on this direction where if it's the first lap, they don't penalize it them too much, or they don't give them a lot of penalties. But I really think that a penalty like this yeah. definitely needs a five-second or a ten-second oh, stop and go penalty. I, yeah, definitely. And I saw uh, one of these. Um, hot takes that sebastian vettel should retire whenever he retires he should take up the position of the race director so what are there is no way seb's doing that there is no way seb is going to come back to the racing track once he retires he's just going to be home with his bees and trying to save the planet he's not coming back to the race track even once so i think we can we can forget that uh, yeah okay let's uh, move to the qualification sure okay first thoughts uh yeah first thoughts pere uh, leclerc putting up on podium so that means we do get a verstappen victory uh so yeah just that so both the poles are equal now perez at 16 sorry verstappen at 16 and charles at 16 but the wins are far apart yep 27 to what 6 to 6 that is okay so yeah verstappen maximizing on his poles and And Charles not being able to do the same. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so firstly, we have Q3 where we had five drivers being eliminated. Pierre Gasly, the hometown boy, uh, eliminated very early in his Alpha Tauri with the new updates on the car. Uh, whereas Yuki did put it up to P8. So I mean that's got to sting somehow. Uh, being the experienced driver, uh, Lance Stroll P17, uh, Joe P18, Mick P19, and Latifi P20. Uh, one person I was very happy for was Seb, who made it out of Q3. Uh, finally. finally, but that costed costed Mick Schumacher, I would say, because yeah. Mick has been performing pretty good lately, and he wasn't in Q. Correct, correct. They had his uh, lap time eliminated. He was, I think, P14 or P13, uh, and he got his lap deleted for exceeding track limits. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, Q2. uh we had vettel we had albon uh yes. he had bottas esteban ocon and daniel, daniel. ricard yeah he was 800 of a second yeah, yeah it was hurtful specifically yeah. when we knew that magnussen and carlos weren't going to be you know yeah, participate yeah. in the i didn't understand why magnussen was still going carlos is obviously they had to they had to give the yeah. tow so definitely So yeah, but like I would really loved if you know Magnussen wasn't there and Daniel got a chance to you know sure. just uh, get a chance at Q3. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite parts of the race was just the lap that Carlos did in Q2, like the purple sectors he kept hitting and yeah. so beautifully done. If you see all the laps, he one had one of the quickest laps at 31 with 0.81. Yeah. Sorry. that i mean if carlos was they're fighting for this he would have finished on pole according to me this week definitely definitely and like after the uh, quali i really expected him to shoot up and reach the podium places yeah. even though he I would have but ferrari's the strategy tried really hard not yeah. to give him that place yeah i was i was really looking forward to that though yeah Uh, so yeah, we had Kevin Magnussen and Carlos who were going to start from the back of the grid after taking engine and PO uh, upgrades. Uh, 
so you had Yuki at P8. You had Fernando Alonso P7. You had uh, Lando uh, Norris in between the uh, the Mercedes sandwich with Lewis P4 and George P6. Sergio P3, Max P2, and Carlos P1. Um, I mean, as much as Charles did have a fantastic lap, um, the toe really did help him. And I mean, there was a big gap, but I don't think that gap would have been as big if not for the toe that Carlos gave him. Definitely. I mean, uh, we have seen Max make two yellow sectors and ending up on pole. Yes. And if the I mean, if the tour wouldn't have been there, it could have been a possibility of happening. No, I still feel if the tour was not there, it would have been Leclerc because Leclerc is very good on a single lap. His single lap pace is fantastic, and Ferrari has yeah. has like they really know how to tune the car perfectly for the qualifying. It's just the race where they're really screwing up now, and not really for uh, Ferrari's uh, Ferrari's uh, mistake that Charles was out of the race. But uh, yeah. Okay, so moving to the points, if qualification was the case. Yes, we still have Charles at P1. We still have Charles at P1. And that and he, he keeps exceeding his points. But yeah, these don't count for much. So sadly, there's nothing we can, he can do here. Uh, you have uh, Charles at 244 and Max at 219. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, one thing is very surprising is that Latifi is ahead of Albon. The the only time the Williams has got to Q3 and you know, Nicholas Latifi getting the points that puts him ahead of Alex. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, so race results. Race results. I, it's just wow. Okay, then. Uh, yeah, you have Latifi, Magnuson, Leclerc, and Sonoda um, DNFing. Yuki. Uh, Crashing out on lap one, Leclerc is uh, hitting the barriers. Magnussen not having a great race, uh, starting from the back, but having some pit stop strategical errors, making three pit stops, not uh, not knowing what is happening in the race. I think like has really missed out because he did get he did get six or seven overtakes in by lap two. He was already P thirteen, so he zoomed ahead everybody. Uh, if he also retiring from the race, not from F one. Uh, then you have Joe P16 and Schumacher P15. Okay, so Bottas P14. Uh, firstly, Fernando finally has the most laps. Oh, yes, after finishing two racing laps, he has overtaken Kimi Raikkonen. Yes, and uh, the best thing of the race, other than a few other things, has to be how Daniel Ricciardo was. Defensive. Oh yes, keeping Ocon behind for almost sixteen to seventeen laps, uh, where he had a much faster car. It was just amazing. Yeah, he just had DRS. Ocon had DRS for almost every lap, and Daniel still found a way to keep him behind for sixteen laps. He he said it himself. He has good pace. The first half of the race goes well, and then suddenly yeah. he just drops off a cliff. But it's also like for the first few races, at least it was. Uh, some or the other issue on the end of McLaren. Sure. Then there have been a few slow races for him. Yeah. But again, like we saw him start P9, end P9, which was pretty good for this race. Correct. 
and another thing is so i was seeing all these past races and how daniel ricardo has grown it was honestly just really good and i do feel that you know if he gets uh, adjusted in the next 2 3 races he can you know at least reach podium places yeah and they've been consistent they not they they know it themselves they're not as quick as the alpines and yeah. they've got p7 and p9 consecutive in races so i mean that's good for the team you're not losing too many points there so yeah uh norris yeah. p7 alonso p6 alonso has has been a very quiet race for alonso he's not uh, he's not had to do much and not being seen much but he's had a very solid race um signs getting to p5 after making two pit stops and a 5 second penalty for an unsafe release uh perez p4 after losing out his podium place just before the just after the virtual safety car russell p3 hamilton p2 and verstappen p1 after leclerc crashing he just put it on air uh, autopilot and he was just sailing through yeah i think uh, in the first few laps at least it was just nice to see uh, leclerc pulling verstappen and there was like a 5 to 7 seconds gap between verstappen and hamilton right and after that the gap just builds on like i was uh, a little like not wanting the safety car towards the end because i knew it will just you know slow them all down yeah right okay so we have charles going out on lap <laughs> 17 oh god i don't know when his wins are going to be complete again yeah soon so another four races in yeah. brazil i think overall for carlos he could have managed podium places but yeah. it was just a sad race yeah this felt bad uh, but yeah happy for george russell happy for the happy that he and lewis got to finally share a podium together yeah. so yeah uh let's see where the drivers did finish at the pit stops okay then uh we had red bull uh putting up the fastest pit stop i mean yeah that doesn't hurt when your when your driver is also leading uh alpha tauri p2 and mclaren finishing third with ricardo though that's a, that's good pit stop the sub 3 yeah. pit stops are actually really good and that too most of them were behind the virtual safety car so they did have to double stack also so considering that this these are some really good timings from the teams yeah but like there's a huge difference between the first and the 10th like it's a yes. whole minute which we didn't see earlier like no right but now, like i will still i will still say the first one was because max didn't stop behind the virtual safety car so they didn't have to be a little quicker with him yeah. but uh, with with the rest of them they were double stacking them so yeah, yeah i can i do see i do see where they coming from yeah okay so the driver standings okay uh verstappen's lead is just growing and growing as we come 63 points right now okay so if uh, verstappen verstappen didn't have the two dnfs okay. and leclerc did have his dnfs and if he didn't spin in emola then yeah. there would have been a 36 points for verstappen and 78 points for leclerc but verstappen still would have led wow i mean that just proves how dominant he's been exactly so another another stat that i read and i was very impressed with uh was that uh, if if charles finishes first in every race 
and Verstappen finishes P2 and gets a fastest lap also every race, uh, there, then two, Verstappen will yeah. end up winning it because he will have his 63 points right now are so critical yeah. that it's very, very difficult for Charles to come back. Yeah, and like we know that Ferrari is better. Um, Red Bull ha- is not as good this season. But at yeah. the same time, we are seeing how good Verstappen is. It just shows how a champion knows how he has to do his Correct. things. When he doesn't make any mistakes, he knows how to push and he knows yeah. when to like cruise off properly. So, yeah. It's getting pretty interesting and close between Sainz and uh, Perez and Leclerc as well. So, that P2 also might well, get Russell heated up. There. Yeah, Russell's also right there. Russell's right there. So, yeah. yeah. Then the gap is too big. So, the like from the top three, the gap is gap is pretty insane. As we'll see in the constructors yeah. also. Okay. So, firstly, Hamilton has scored quite a few points in the past yes. few races. Mercedes has picked up their pace this this uh, last couple of races. Hamilton has been very consistent. He's got it up to 81 points, where Verstappen scored 123. Sainz scored 79. Perez 78 and Russell 69. Ferrari is going to be very happy seeing Leclerc at 66. Why is that? Because that's what they want. They want to mess up the races. I mean, yeah, but Leclerc was clearly not his fault in two races. Yeah. Not their fault. He did. He didn't make mistakes. He did. So, yeah, mentioned. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. yeah. This is cool. this is a big gap. I don't think Ferrari's coming back from here for sure. Uh, like these three standings are as there they will be, but the drop off is massive. It's a hundred and eighty point drop off between. Mercedes and Alpine and Alpine to McLaren is four points. So they are they are they are essentially the fight for P4 at this point. So Yeah, and we've seen that for Alpine at this point at least Ocon and uh, Alonso both are performing pretty good. So yeah. that has been a good reason for them to go up. Correct. Uh yeah, McLaren eighty nine, Alpha Romeo fifty one on a bulk of points. That Valtteri Bottas scored in the earlier part of the part of the season, Alpha Tauri, and then Haas, Alpha Tauri, Aston Martin, and Williams. Okay. So these are points. If you got inverse points, as as it's correctly mentioned, uh, so the last the whoever finishes P twenty gets twenty five points, eighteen, fifteen, twelve, ten, eight, four, three, two, one. And uh, the slowest lap also gets one point. So and DNF and a DNF also gets twenty six points. So you see how uh, how consistent the Mercedes have been. They've not been getting the maximum number of points, but they've just been there that to not pick up those points, uh, not finish outside the P tens, not finish, uh, not DNF, always completing a race. So. Yeah, that's been really, really, really good for them. And uh, you have Nicholas, as you can expect, with the highest points here. Uh, Kevin Magnussen has a higher number of points compared to what he's done. So he's either done really well and got his team points, or he's just DNF'd and lost out the points. Yeah. I uh, saw another hot take 
so we see that there is so much competition for every seat in f1 Correct. and there was another question that should the driver who scored the least amount of points in a championship be replaced by a rookie yeah so, i saw i heard of that like an f2 swap with an f1 f1 uh, last with swaps with an f2 winner uh, i mean if that was there i would take it two years back with oscar piastri just swapping in for uh, nicolas latifi but a couple of years back that last person swap would have been uh, george russell if you didn't because he was in a williams who didn't score any points and he was out qualified a couple of times also by latifi so in the 2020 season maybe you have swapped him out for oscar piastri so yeah who knows i technically don't agree with that because a lot of drivers don't really just come from f2 uh, you have you yeah. have all these rumors of mclaren getting their drivers from indycar for next season so you never know what's happening there but uh, yeah i mean that's a that's a good idea it's a, it's a, i yeah, like the idea okay. of a football season if, and have relegations would just like just in general the last driver to be replaced Yeah, I don't mind that. Like Mazepin would have gone last year, Latifi will go this year, and I mean I don't think that is going to happen. Like Mazepin did go not because he was not performing, and Latifi also I think will not retain his seat next year. So yeah, yeah that might happen. Okay, moving ahead. Moving ahead the to our final segment. segment. Uh, so yeah, just another recap for everybody. Uh, we tend to rank the drivers from zero to ten. not just for the race but also on their whole how their whole weekend the has been yes the, the drivers not the team uh, on basis of how their whole weekend went so yeah yuki yuki was doing pretty decent i would say yeah he out qualified his teammate pretty pretty well exactly. uh, exactly. just got tapped by ocon and lost his entire race i would say a 6.5 Yeah, seven. six point five seven for sure. He did have Because a good. He was standing at eighth position. Yeah, where you had his teammate at P sixteen, so he really did put in a fantastic quality performance. Yeah. He would have held those positions as well, but just that that tap from uh, Ocon and it didn't it didn't work out for them at all. Yeah. Yeah. Charles. A four. He had a great quality, but it was his mistake because of which the team. which because of which the team lost a bulk of points and he lost a bulk of points uh, i'm not saying that he would have not got pole without uh, without sciences toe he still would have got pole but uh, yeah just crashing out and getting zero points it doesn't matter how much how well you do on saturday if you don't get points on sunday so yeah four for me uh i would say it's a 5.5 because it's the whole weekend i agree the race was his mistake but at yeah. the same time It's the weekend that I'm taking into consideration. Okay. Uh, uh, Kevin. Uh, didn't qualify well. Didn't do much. No, actually, he did qualify well. He got it to Q3 oh, for no reason okay. at all. Uh, yeah, he had a good quality, but yeah. uh, so we saw Haas change their strategies in the middle. Yeah, the like I don't know what is happening with their strategies. Also, did they hire somebody from Ferrari? <laughs> They just went back to twenty 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 one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So for for the quality and everything, I would give him a five point five six. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yeah. Uh, Latifi um 
didn't qualify well. Try mediocre. A three. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Joe uh, as well. P sixteen to P sixteen. Three and a half. Four yeah. three. Um, yeah. Make also same. Yeah, same. Uh, Valtteri uh, started P eleven, ended up P fourteen. Um, uh, I agree. The Alpha was not uh, as per car. It has been the recent past, but yeah, that's still not a great performance. He did do well in to get to P fourteen. Um, so sorry, get to P eleven and then to P fourteen. Um, but that was yeah. not P eleven actually. It's P thirteen, right? He gets he gets progress because Carlos. And he yeah. started P11. Correct. So, for I 4. think a four, yeah, four, four point five. Alex Albon um, also the same. Not much to talk talk more there. Yeah. Uh, Gasly out qualified by his teammate. Yeah. So five. A four, yeah, four and a five. Vettel P twelve. Yeah, uh, out qualified his teammate, but didn't get into points like his teammate. Yes. Uh, I think a five and a half, five. Yeah. Uh, uh, Lance, uh, Lance had a solid performance. He didn't make it to Q two, but he did have a good race and he did score some points for his team. Sorry, scored one point for his team, not some. Um, a six. He tried I think. to. He tried to copy Kimi. Yeah. Leave me alone. <laughs> Leave me alone. And he almost crashed into Vettel in the last corner. Yeah. So I think. A six, a six. I think a six. Yeah, he just got points. Yeah. Okay. Six. Uh, uh, Daniel qualified. Eleven. Uh, yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. Raced pretty good. Uh, defended Ocon for a very long time. Yeah. I think a six so and a half. Seven. No, Mika can't Con. be so biased. I am sorry. Ocon uh, had. Uh, had contact with Yuki. Yeah. Uh, was pretty good, but uh, I think a six and a half seven. Yeah, I agree. Six and a half seven would work. Like it was his mistake that Yuki went though. So I don't know. I would like deduct point for that. Uh, other than that, yeah, Lando did really well with his quali. Really, really well. Uh, ended up P seven where his pace technically is. So. Uh, I would say a seven, seven and a half, just for the quality performance. Definitely, Alonso uh, was thinking of strategies in the middle of the race. Uh, qualified well, performed well. Yeah. He gets an eight. I agree with that. Uh, spotless performance. He did the best he could. Um, yeah, eight points for that. Uh, Carlos science did really well. And After all the strategy mishaps, he did still manage to finish in the top five. Um, I think a nine, just because of how an extra point just for his Q two lap. That was just yeah, beautiful. Definitely. Uh, Perez, he did pretty decent over yeah. the weekend. It's he not did lose out on a point. Couldn't reach the podium. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna say an eight. If yeah, I would agree. A seven and a half eight. Yeah, um, uh, George, George Russell. I'm I'm just gonna deduct one point for him getting Toto on the radio and making him shut up for moaning and complaining so much. Uh, he had a lot going for him. People were cracking all these George Russell is the type of guy and everything yeah. like that was happening. It was it was good fun, but uh, just for his performance, I'll say eight. Yeah, 
definitely uh louis uh, i think that's a 10 i think that's a 10 yeah. just in that car and those performance on his 300th race and his just everything yeah his his, his water pressure was gone he couldn't drink any water yeah. and he did great he did he yeah. qualified p4 uh, where he is the best he could qualify he finished p2 uh, 10 yeah yeah uh, max will get also uh, at 9 9 1/2 10 9 9 i think no no mistakes as such like if if uh, charles didn't dnf he would have finished p2 i don't think so i think the undercut was powerful i think he had a great outlap yeah. Uh, he had a he had a he had a he had the fastest pit stop he had a great yeah. uh, he started hitting purples as soon as he and got yeah, out of the, this thing so his undercut was powerful so that would have like you just know how frustrated people are with ferrari and like charles because uh, gp are like his race engineer after, like the first yeah. thing he said that there was a shame that we couldn't see how the race would have panned out because everybody is just so excited to see them race but uh, yeah we're not getting that so yeah um anyways we have a next race coming up very soon that might help ferrari redeem some uh, some points and some some more uh, yeah let's hope so they don't screw it up this time um yeah we race and we race in another span of 6 days in hungary uh so yeah we we'll guys see you after the hungary that hungary was pretty eventful oh yeah turn 1 turn 1 was beautiful and yeah. then you just had louis standing alone on the grid and you had a surprise winner with esteban ocon So those should that should be some good memories. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I this is it from. <laughs> yeah, we do hope is that almost even if it's half is good. We do we need I a botas rolling rolling into everybody. It'd be fun to have another new winner. I have my eyes on Lando and Russell then. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's it from this week's episode of the F1 Preview. Bye bye. Bye. Good night.